It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore. We are recording. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and I'm here alongside my co-host, Maddie Moore. Hey, y'all. We are back for another week. We are so excited. And uh, we're going to recap this episode of Tasha's season. Um, it was a great episode. We're super excited to get started with it. But after we talk about her episode, we are going to play for you all the interview that we did with former Bachelor Ben Higgins. We are so, so excited for you guys to finally hear it. We had an amazing conversation with him on Monday, and he was quite literally exactly what you would expect. The nicest, kindest human being. Be nicer. He was so genuine, so kind to us. And we just want to thank him so much for coming on and being a part of our show. One of our first sort of real guests. And uh, we couldn't be more happy that it was him. And so once we recap the episode, we will play that for you. And we hope you guys enjoy. So stick around. <laughs> yes. And let's get started. So what did you think of this week's episode? I thought it was hilarious. Um, I thought it was some of their best work yet. I agree. Of, like, I was just laughing the whole time. Yes. No, it was a good little like break from reality. And I was laughing a whole lot. And yeah, I loved every second of it. Yeah, I think like Bennett is just hilarious. Like, I don't think he's gonna have much of a connection with Tasha, but I want him to stay just for like his one liner. Oh my god, so good. I mean, he's top-notch paradise material and oh for sure I mean I feel like we know that he's not gonna end up with Tasha, but I just can't wait to see him on paradise so yeah he has to be on paradise he's just he's just got these one-liners and I'm like who are you and who like are you? <laughs> like yeah. I think he's like ju- just everything about him is so funny but yeah oh, so yeah. he definitely helped to brighten up uh the episode Mm-hmm. and yeah it was I really liked it so yeah um, let's jump in yeah I mean all right let's get to the first group date oh my god group date group date Woo! it's early y'all <laughs> date it's okay it's yeah, early I'm thinking of Tasha and dating and just combine the two so um the first mm-hmm. group date was where the guy's um, who weren't on the wrestling date had an hour to write an original love song to sing to Tasha in order to win the ultimate one-on-one date. How did mm-hmm. you think these guys did? Honestly, <laughs> some of them did good. Some of them, I was like, oh man, like what is going on? But I think for the most part, like they all really tried. Um, I definitely think that there was a lot of effort in it mm-hmm. and I really liked that. Um, I definitely was cracking up at Bennett when he started rapping. Like, I was like, Bennett, no. No, 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 no. Like, those things just don't match together. Like, who you are as a person and rapping, like, totally. I think that's why he did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. It was really good. And then um, I loved Jamar's mocha latte song. Like, I was like, that's so funny. So good. So mm-hmm. good. He, he cracked me up. I was like, that is, he probably for me had the most inventive song or rap or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I, I loved it. 
Yeah, I thought Riley's was a little lame. Like, he didn't have any instruments, and he just kind of talked. Like, he didn't even try to sing. Um, And then, who was... Oh, Kenny? Uh, Why does he call her T? Oh, my God. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, when did this nickname start? And who gave you the right to call her T? I said, she didn't tell y'all to call her T. And also, you do not have a relationship with her like that to call her T. So don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. And also, I thought he was going to have, like, a little bit of an advantage on the state because he's a boy band manager. Not that that gives him you know, any creds for like, right. For his abilities. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like if you're around music, you're around some boy bands, who who knows who these boy bands are, but yeah, they're probably wannabes. Yeah. (laughs) Like wannabe one direction. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I feel like you would have some ability to write a decent rap or song, but no, it, it was, it was not good. No, it was so bad. Um, but yeah. honestly, I think Ivan stole the show. He invited Tasha up on yeah. stage. I was like, oh, Ivan, he's so cute. Oh, my God. He's just a sweetheart. Like, he keeps coming in with these smooth moves. I mean, like, last week it was the blindfold and the strawberries. And this week it's mm-hmm. her inviting her up on stage. And, yeah, that obviously played to his advantage a whole lot. Right, because she picked him uh, to get the one-on-one, which I was so happy about because I just, mm-hmm. like, have really been wanting them to have some one-on-one time. And, um, yeah, it was just so perfect and so much fun. Um, and she ba- they basically just had, like, a night in at her suite, and it was perfect. I I loved it. I was saying, like, if I could pick any date to have, like, it would be this date. Like, I just yeah. love chilling and not doing much although I love a good activity but it Mm -hmm. it was just like a nice change of pace from all like these not even that they're over the top this year but you know like the big group dates and them running Mm -hmm. around the property and I don't know Mm -hmm. I just this is this is my kind of date twister yeah you know that was so cute (laughs) the floor is lava was adorable and I think it was nice to see Ivan come out of his shell a little bit mm-hmm. because I think that he is a very like um reserved maybe like introverted you might say person and I yeah. think that he is very nervous a lot and you could tell you know he was a little bit nervous in the beginning but then I think that she helps to bring out like he said the best in him um yeah. and you could really tell like they had so much fun and they had a pillow fight and like it was really cute yeah I mean the pillow fight seemed a little staged, but... Oh, that was so staged. No one has pillows like that. Like, your pillow doesn't just open up like that. I, I honestly think I would have needed some Zyrtec because I would have had, like, an allergy attack up the wazoo. And Yeah. Yeah, no, I would have not it's been so able to funny. handle that. But, yeah, like you said, I think they're really good balance for each other. Like, Ivan is this very much so introverted, reserved guy and quiet. And Tasha is a little more extroverted and outgoing. And I think they just have a good balance and rapport with one another and they bring out the best in each other, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think I really liked that they were also able to have more of a serious conversation and she was able to learn more about his family and Uh, You know, he opened up to her about his brother who had been um, in prison for four years and his his niece. And that was just like a really 
touching moment also like very emotional I was literally crying um watching it because you could just tell how much he loves his brother and he loves his family and you know the fact that he was like crying about it really I think showed Tasha like how much of a family man he is right I think it was so nice to see him be so vulnerable and Mm -hmm. I feel like we don't usually get moments like this on The Bachelorette. I mean, you know, people open up about their stories, but I feel like it was just a different, there was like a different depth to him. And I loved like learning more about him and his family. And yeah, his story was just like, it was, it was crazy. But just to hear how much he loved his brother and wanted to set an example for his brother. And yeah, I just, I, I was really touched by his story. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think also I was very surprised, but a, a good surprise that they had a conversation about George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and it just felt like finally we're getting some depth to this show because mm-hmm. this show is pretty surface level for the most part. And yeah. they they don't really talk about, you know, real world issues and I think it was very important that they did bring that up and that they were able to have a conversation and like both of them being biracial I think they were able to connect on a very different level than some other people could um if they were to have a conversation with Tasha about that and I I think that allowed them to both be probably more vulnerable than they would have been able to be with someone else yeah um and, and, you know, he was able to talk about it and give his thoughts and he asked her and at first it was super hard for her yeah. to, to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was nice to see her break down her walls as well, not just Ivan, because I feel like, you know, the leads are always looking for the quote contestants to open up. And I feel like sometimes it's not reciprocated as much where we we learn a lot about these men but not as much about the actual bachelor bachelorette and it was nice to see both of them sort of come out of their shell and talk about their experiences um as black people Mm -hmm. in this world and how they've been affected by 2020 and the black lives matter movement and you know the killing of george floyd it was just i think it was a really crucial conversation to be aired on national television and not just ignore it and put it to the wayside and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it was definitely amazing that they did air it. And it was definitely one of the more deep and important conversations that has been aired on The Bachelorette ever. So for sure, for sure. Yeah, I was like, it is about time, ABC. Like, let's stop ignoring what's going on in the real world. Like, mm-hmm. to address these things, you have a platform, you have a huge platform, like you need to start using it. Um, right. So I literally wrote down like, we need more of this. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a really touching moment in their one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing too about it was like, I want Ivan to be more aggressive. Like <laughs> I felt like there were so many opportunities when they were playing games where he could have like grabbed her and kissed her. And, mm-hmm. and I think that he's just like so respectful and so nervous, which is fine. But like, I was like, come on, like get out of your cell, like yeah. be spontaneous. Yeah, I think, so I was watching, um, like chicks in the office which is like a small it's a podcast through barstool sports and they do like a live after show and they were saying how or one of the girls on the podcast was saying how I think that 
his shyness and him being reserved is almost gonna like bite him in the butt later mm. on and I feel and they were saying how Tasha's gonna want a man who's more bold and assertive and not someone who sort of like sits back so yeah I don't know hopefully he continues to come out of his shell because like he's such an amazing guy and we saw that so much throughout the state and I mean, I love him. I think he's definitely top four material. I think he has a great chance at being in her top four. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I just want to see more of them together in their relationship grow. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I just, I kept thinking like, if it isn't him at the end, like the heartbreak for him, I think Mm -hmm. is going to be so devastating because you can already tell how much he has like invested in this. Mm-hmm. And I just kept thinking, like, I, I cannot watch that. Like, I hope that doesn't happen because that will break my heart. I know. I mean, if anything, if he's in the top four or what, whenever he stays or goes, he's either going to be mm-hmm. on Paradise or he could be up for the next Bachelor. I mean, like, true. A, I mean, a year from now, obviously. We that, yeah, that's true. Next bachelor. But I think he's Bachelor material and mm-hmm. Paradise material and just top four material. Like, he's just a great I know. guy. He's a great guy. I hope that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it was definitely a good, a really good one-on-one. I enjoyed it. Um, Agreed. And then we get like the weirdest funniest group date ever I'm like what is going on mm-hmm. yeah no it was so weird I mean the date card said how far are you willing to go for love and we saw how far <laughs> these guys were willing to go <laughs> I felt like we were on one of the like challenges that happens on Love Island <laughs> where they like have to like eat weird things or like go do these different games and I was like Love Island like what yeah no them the smoothie part that they had to do reminded me of like James Corden's segment of spill your guts or fill your guts where it's like the mm-hmm. weird gross disgusting foods but this time they were like hidden in these smoothies. Um, yeah, but Becca Kufrin and Sydney, who was on, or Becca, who was the Bachelorette, and Sydney, who was on Colton Underwood season with Tasha, came to help out with her on the date. And yeah, it was nice to see some familiar faces come back on the show again. Yeah, and it was super fun. They uh, basically paired up the guys who were on the group date, um, which were the same guys that did the love songs. Um, so it was kind right. of like a continuation almost of their group date. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Ivan wasn't on, um, right. Ivan wasn't on it because he had like the one-on-one, but right. yeah, it was basically like a continuation and they paired him up and they had different truth or dares throughout, um, the property property. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it was, um, it was really funny. Yeah. So they had like three different or four different stations, one called not so smoothie where they had to drink a smoothie with disgusting and good ingredients in there. Um, and then, yeah, I, I would have hated that one because regardless if there is gross stuff or not, I'm just not a smoothie person. So I would have not done well on that yeah. station. Yes, it was it was so gross. I was like, oh my God, but also really funny to watch them drink it. And like some of them downed it and others were like about to throw up. Yeah. Bennett went for it. I loved it. Yeah, he did. And I also think, um, the, 
Oh, the where they had to moan on the loudspeaker. Yes. I was dying. Dying. I, I loved that. And then towards the later part of the date, they would do like little cutaways to the guys in the resort and they would be rating them on the loudspeaker if they were good or not. It was just it was so funny. Um, and then there was another little part on their little scavenger hunt or whatever you want to call it called sign on the bottom line where Chris Harrison had to sign their ass cheek. And I so love, fun. I love that Chris Harrison is like popping up left and right this season. <laughs> I, hate <it. laughs> I hate it. I'm like, yo, Chris, get out of this. This is not, it's not your show, but you could tell that Chris loves it. Like Chris is like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Like mm-hmm. I, he loves the limelight. He's like yeah. casually sitting there, it, you know, eating his crab legs. And I'm like, oh my God, you are loving life that you are in this show so much. He lives, he definitely lives the bougie life. And I feel like him and Bennett would get along so well. Like, yeah, like when Bennett came over to him, he's like, are you eating caviar? <laughs> I was like, um, first of all, who eats that? Second of all, like, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah so it, it was so good I loved all of those and then the last part of that date was called that burning sensation where the guys had to eat a habanero pepper and then meanwhile had to propose like fake propose to Tasha. Mm-hmm. um I mean it some of them were really sweet some of them not so sweet but for all of mm-hmm. them they looked like constipated while they were proposing to her yeah because they were so <laughs> they were sweating so much and like yeah. they were they were like, oh my God, this is so hot. Um, but I I liked that, but I also was like, I don't know, some of these guys could potentially be getting down on one knee yeah. proposing to her. And I feel like when they do these types of dates where that's a part of it, I feel like that's kind of taking away that experience a little bit. And especially mm-hmm. like for Bennett, he said, because he was engaged before, yeah. he, like, when I actually got down on one knee and was like saying everything, like his was really genuine. Right. He was kind of like, it brought back like all of these feelings almost, or yeah. like m- remembering doing it. Right. Did, did you um, know that he was engaged before? I've, cause I feel like he said that he, w- he mentioned he was engaged before, but that was the first time that I heard it. And I was really surprised mm-hmm. by that. I don't know. I I feel like I remember him mentioning it, but that was the first time, like, they sort of talked about it, but then they sort of didn't because he was like, he whispered to her, like, it's really hard to talk about. Right. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, what happened? Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a lot more to this story. I mean, he's 36. He he's a great catch, too. He lives in the city. He lives the bougie lifestyle. He's 36. Um, Yeah, it's like you're a great catch. Oh, and he went to Harvard. How could I forget? Yeah, um, of but yeah, I just love to hear more about why that didn't end well and why he broke yeah. off. I'd be curious to hear more of that mm-hmm. backstory. Yeah, for sure. So it was definitely, it was, it was a funny group date and mm-hmm. you know, I think the guys came out of their shows and the guys um, who weren't on the group date found it quite hilarious when they were hearing all the stuff. So yeah, yeah. So then they went to the after party, which is which was the truth part of the date. So they had the dare part of the date during the day, and mm-hmm. then um, during each one-on-one conversation with Taisha, she would ask them like a truth question. So like we talked about with Bennett, he brought up his engagement, and then. Who else sort of came out of their shell? I feel like Zach really stood out in the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about Zach? Um, 
I mean, I, I want to. <laughs> I find him creepy. I find him kind of creepy. Really? Yeah, like I'm kind of getting like bad vibes from him. <laughs> How so? <laughs> like I just, I, I don't know if it's like the way that he looks at her mm. or like the fact that he's like almost a little overly confident. Yeah. And he's like 37 and mm. still hasn't found anyone. Right. I'm like, okay, so so like what's wrong with you? <laughs> like I like I don't know. Like I just feel like I mean, nothing wrong with him. Yeah. But I, don't... I just get really weird vibes from him. That's that's fair. I think I don't think you're alone in that assumption. And I think Taisha might honestly feel that way too about him because when they were talking in the hot tub, even she seemed really a little bit hesitant and closed off when she's with him. I think she is really attracted to him and wants to, sure. to learn about him more. And I think, you know, looking at the previews for next week, they will have a one-on-one date together. So hopefully mm-hmm. we do learn a little bit more about Zach, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I do see where you're coming from in that he's a, he's very chill and laid back and mm-hmm. confident. And maybe that is because of his age, but it would be interesting to hear why his past relationships haven't worked out for him and, you know, why why he's at this place in his life now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll have to see what happens next week with their one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after the group date, we get the whole 2 a.m. little sneaking around, little sneaky sneaky. Bro. This was this was the best part of the episode. Like so, so good. So, so good. Funny. I I was obsessed with it because I don't know, it almost seemed like that rom-com movie where, you know, so basically if you didn't watch the episode, Ben and Ed felt like they didn't get enough time with Tasha. And as we know from last week, Ben really felt guilty and yeah shot himself in the foot for putting off time with Tasha at the group date and she turned him down at the end so he really wanted to prove himself and Ed I guess as well who the hell knows what Ed's motives were but Ed just yeah he wants some airtime. like Ed literally has no feelings for Tasha. like he's just here for for who knows what no literally I I mean they went to go both went to go find Tasha. (laughs) <laughs> and um one of them found Tasha. right one of them found Tasha. one of them didn't and then they show a shot of Tasha and a knock on the door and you think that it's going to be ed because they mm-hmm. show him knocking on the door so it's like okay but then she opens the door and it's ben yeah which i mean i couldn't be more happy about but when they showed I, know, I love ben ed chris harrison opened the door and it was just like that thing we didn't know we needed but we needed and it was great yes it was so funny Chris was like Ed it's 2 30 in the morning what are you doing and he's like is Tasha inside can I come in he's like Tasha lives on quite literally the opposite side of the villa or the the whatever it's called like what and also why did he think that Chris and Tasha like lived together Literally, I was like, um, they're both grown adults. Like, why would they be having a sleepover together? <laughs> right. I was like, also, why are there just camera people in Chris's apartment at 2.30 in the morning? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they pushed Ed towards Chris Harrison's room. And like, you know, so- something definitely happened. But I, I, loved, sure. I loved every second of it. And like, although Ed 
might, I don't know. I can't figure out his personality, but like he just had the best conversation with Chris Harrison and I loved it. (laughs) It was, yeah, Chris invited him in and he was like, all right, let's let's have a glass of wine. And so they did. And it was just, it was so comical um, to, to watch them, you know, and it was obviously awkward, but, but really funny. Um, and then Ben gets to, you know, be with Tasha, and mm-hmm. I felt like it was a little awkward in the beginning because yeah. they were like kind of having a difficult conversation about right. how she was disappointed in him. Right. Which, yeah, fair. I mean, she was like, Ben, I really thought, you know, we had this connection and I really wanted you to steal me. And he was like, trust me, I did. And I mean, I was on his side because like I understood where he was coming from. But yeah, I mean, nonetheless, I was happy that they have this time together and almost like a mini one-on-one date. And mm-hmm. then we hear another knock on the door and we think- I thought it was going to be Ed. We think that it's going to be Ed. I thought it was going to be Ed. But when I saw this room service guy pull up with some champagne and strawberries, I was like, that is so freaking cute. And my heart just yeah. like melted to the floor. I was like- Mm-hmm. Oh, I need a Ben in my life. Like, where yeah. where are they? <laughs> I was like, oh, thank goodness. Okay, like he did something super cute, and it worked out. And yeah, they had a they had a really nice little one on one. I I feel a little guarded about Ben for mm-hmm. some reason. Like, I'm I'm kind of in the beginning, I really really liked him, and I still do. But there's something about him that's like a little weird to me, and I can't really put my finger on what it is. But dang. I don't know. There's just like something about him. I mean, but yeah. Nonetheless, it was really cute and yeah. it definitely showed some effort um on his part. So yeah, that was really funny before, you know, we get to the cocktail party before the rose ceremony. Yeah. I I mean, I might just be like jaded and a hopeless romantic, but like I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, should we move to the little cocktail hour? Yes, the little cocktail hour that Mr. Noah decided to ruin. Oh, my God. I actually can't with him. Like, clearly, this is a setup for him to be the villain, the new villain of mm-hmm. the season. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Before... And he wants to be, too. Like, I yeah. feel like he oh. really yeah. wants to stir the pot. He wants to get people, mm-hmm. like, upset and angry and and, like, yeah, I just, I don't like him at all. Yeah. Yeah, because then Noah steals her away and it's yeah. like basically saying guys in the house are talking about you, like talking about Tasha and saying that like you gave me the rose, um just because like what was his wording? He said that she only gave him the rose to shake things up and Yes, to shake things up. Yeah, and then she took that as something about like her integrity and that Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. they're like undermining her integrity and her decisions decision making um but I feel like her reaction was stemmed from him twisting words and Mm -hmm. like we could see the like mass manipulation going on here for sure yeah yeah and it was just it was just so frustrating too because I'm like, okay, you already have a rose. Now you get a chance right. to talk with her and you use your time to talk about all of the other guys, stir the pot, get her visibly angry. Like she was literally getting so mad 
rightfully so Mm -hmm. and and then basically makes her come in and like have to say something to all the guys when quite honestly and the guys like back themselves up on this they never questioned Tasha's integrity or, or if it was genuine they just were like seriously this guy who wasn't even on the group date got the group date rose like they were pissed about that right which is fair and I'm not against Tasha's argument or the guy's argument because really Noah put everyone in this situation so yeah. like Tasha's fair and where she's coming from with the information that she got and yeah like I could understand why she would be visibly upset if Noah's accusations were true but clearly we know that they're not and he's just st- stirring shit up for, yep. no, for no reason and obviously when Tasha leaves the room the guys are like okay what's the deal who said something to Tasha? like fess mm-hmm. it up now and there was silence until yeah. Noah was like it was me and-, and Noah was getting so much enjoyment out of it like he mm-hmm. was literally laughing he thought it was hilarious and then like easy and Ed like went in on him and were like super super pissed off again rightfully so yeah and it was just so childish and I'm like mm-hmm. wow this is really showing your age Noah and like quite literally how immature you are mm-hmm. um and like that you were totally not here for the right reasons oh, and yeah. I think we're going to continue to see this unfold. And I thought it was so funny when Bennett was like, Noah, talking to you is like talking to a 14-year-old. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, Bennett. Bennett had the best one-liners this episode. He was like, this is not the babysitter. It's the bachelor. And I was like, "I know, yes, Bennett, like preach. I mm-hmm. He was speaking for everyone. And yeah, I, I Noah, he's just... He's he's a crazy he's one, go. that guy. He's he's got to go, but he's got to get the boot, and I think he might get the boot next. Uh, you do next episode, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he might because we see in the highlights right. for next episode that him and Bennett go on a, a two on one because there's just like so much drama throughout the episode. I think next week, and I I have a feeling she sends both of them home. Yeah, I do too. I two on ones are never good. It's always like no. two people that are causing drama and like they end up deciding, okay, I don't want either of them. Right. So I'm, I'm hoping that's what happens. I mean, I don't want to see Bennett go cause he's funny, but like, yeah. he also is not for Tasha. So no, not at all. I mean, there's just no like chemistry between them. I mean, when they, yeah. even when they were kissing during that like group date, I was like, mm, cringe, this, cringe. yeah, this is, this is not good. I mean, go to paradise Bennett and then, yeah. And then we'll and talk. Then, <laughs> then we'll talk. But yeah. yeah so then she basically is like, okay, cocktail party is over. Like we're going mm-hmm. right to the rose ceremony. And um, for the most part, I definitely like agreed with who she sent home. Um, we see Joe go home, Kenny, Chasen, and Jordan, which I honestly thought it was going to be Ed that was going to go home. And I love Jordan. Yeah. But she sent him home. Yeah, I I loved Joe. Like, he was such a sweetheart. I mean, obviously, no connection. Kenny, thank God he left. Because yeah, T, T, T. Goodbye, like, bro, T. Shut up. Peace out. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know how he made it that far to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was sad to see Jordan go. Like, the Shamar Moore lookalike that he is. And I know. And yeah. Chasen, like, I guess they, Chasen didn't really have much of a relationship. And isn't he the one that the guys were calling out the other week about, like, saying the exact same line to her mm-hmm. as Claire? Yeah. Okay, so I'm good he's gone. Yeah, no, I'm good he's gone. I'm just a little shocked that he stayed, um, like, 
farther than Ed did because mm-hmm. even though like I obviously did not like Chasen, I think he had a better connection with Tasha than Ed did. But right, right. I feel like Ed should have gone a couple weeks ago, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm like, how but, is he still you know, here? But I it, know. But it is. Yeah. He actually had this really funny Ed had this really funny one-liner where he said, um, I saw Noah playing chess in the house and maybe he's smarter than we think. And <laughs> I like recently watched The Queen's Gambit and I'm like, are you Beth Harmon? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's it was so funny. so funny for me. But yeah, um, should we skip to the little teaser that we got? Yes, the teaser, like I said before, we see Bennett mm-hmm. and Noah um, on a two-on-one, which I'm excited for. But what what else did we see? We saw Zach go on a one-on-one, probably. Yeah. And it looked like Tasha was wearing some wedding dresses. They do, like, a wedding photo shoot or whatever. And, mm-hmm. yeah, there's the two-on-one. And, oh, and I feel like there's definitely – obviously, there's going to be more drama with Noah and the guys in the house. And hopefully mm-hmm. that gets settled next week so yeah yeah I hope so I'm excited to see next week um and it yeah I think it's gonna be a good episode yeah I mean I feel like the episodes just keep getting better and better and I think next week will be good as well like you said I think we only have four episodes left I think there's only four weeks left it's it's coming up quick and fast because obviously Matt James's season of The Bachelor starts on January 4th, which I could not be more excited about. And they came out with a new teaser and it just looks freaking great. Like, Matt James is a snack, but. Oh, so, (laughs) so good looking. Yeah. Yeah. Have him for breakfast, lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um. Yeah, so we're definitely excited for next week, and uh, we have a little bit of Bachelor news, really exciting Bachelor news. So on Monday night, Caitlin Bristow was announced as the winner of season 29 of Dancing with the Stars. She did so amazing. I didn't watch the season fully, but I watched a lot of her highlight reels that Mm -hmm. she posts on social, and she is such an amazing dancer. She's been wanting this for so long wanting to be a part of Dancing with the Stars and like honestly she killed it she Mm -hmm. got like so many tens in a row um for all of her dances and yeah it was I was so happy that she won yeah it could not be more of like a victory moment for her and a full circle ending to this story like five years ago she wanted to be on it and now she was on it and she won no less and the Mm -hmm. fact that two bachelorettes won it in a row was even more sweet like Hannah Brown won it last season Caitlin wanted Caitlin won it this season Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah I just could not be more happy for her and hopefully that engagement comes for her very soon I know yeah her and Jason (laughs) are so cute so did you see his reaction on social media oh my god I loved it it was amazing he's just like he's the best like I love that he's her number one supporter like it's just Mm -hmm. it's the freaking sweetest yeah super super cute so very happy for her and yeah she deserves it a lot All right, guys, in the moment you have all been waiting for, we are now going to play our interview with Ben Higgins. Again, thank you so, so much to Ben. We are so happy he came on the show, and we hope you guys enjoy it. Yes, enjoy. Hello. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Good. How are you? (laughs) Nice to meet you. Nice Nice to meet you. you. How are you? 
I'm great. I uh, thanks for changing the time today. It's a big deal. I really appreciate that. No worries. Of course. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time out of your day. We are so so excited. I'm Madison. I'm Jill. Hi, Jill. <laughs> nice to meet yeah, you. So we kind of just started this podcast. Like this is very new for us. So we are so excited to have you on as almost like our first guest. <laughs> That's amazing. So, well, we're gonna get yeah. through this together. Then you're gonna learn yeah. a lot. Yes. Yeah, Amazing. Really if you excited. have any tips, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where are you all located? Um, so I'm in Ithaca, New York, which Jill and I go to Ithaca College. So I'm living okay. off campus this semester. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm usually in Ithaca, but I came home yeah. like right outside of New York City for Thanksgiving. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Wow. So great. So then you two wanted to start a podcast together. Yes. Yeah. We, um, Jill kind of had the idea. You've had the idea for a while. Um, and it was kind of perfect with like quarantine. We were like, okay, what can we do? Like to, mm -hmm. you know, have some fun. And we were really excited to get this started. So. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's fun. I've yeah. done it for three and a half years and, uh, yeah, I hope it's really, really successful for you all. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, Jill, do we want to take a quick picture? Is that okay, Ben, if we like take a of quick course. picture of all of us? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Awesome. I'm going to take Tell a little us. screenshot. So okay. one, two, three. Got it. Amazing. <laughs> okay, awesome. So let's get started. Jill, if you want to get started. Yeah, so welcome to our podcast called The Bachelor Degree. Um, also, thank you for taking the time to speak with us, and we are so excited to have someone from Bachelor Nation, especially because we've recently started and we're only in college, and it's been a few weeks. It's like our sixth episode, I think. So um, because we're like a college-based podcast, we want to know if you can tell us about your time in college and specifically touch on maybe like dating in college. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to Indiana University. Um in, uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. And I had a great college experience, but it wasn't always easy. For my freshman year, I really didn't enjoy college very much. I kind of wanted to go back home. And then uh, my sophomore, junior year were like ideal. And then senior year, you're just sad because you're leaving, uh, but also excited for whatever's up next. Um, so I had a great college experience. And then I dated a girl my throughout my senior year. That was the only time I really dated in college. Uh, I went into college with a girlfriend um, didn't really date much from sophomore to junior year. And then senior year, I met a girl and, and we dated for about two years. And so it was a year after I graduated is when we finally ended things. Um, I, I don't know if it's like this at Ithaca, Indiana, like you don't get a lot of like boy, like couples. I don't feel like people couple up. I feel like they just kind of <laughs> like go yeah. rampant and wild for as long yeah. as they can. And then like, once they're done with college, they settle down, but college doesn't feel like the time the IU settles. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like it's very much uh, the hookup culture for sure in college. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Big yeah. Ten. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we're, we're definitely not in the Big Ten, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's still there's still hookup culture for sure. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And um, do you have like any embarrassing moments of like dating or anything like that that you can think of? Is oh yeah, definitely. College is full of embarrassing moments. <laughs> yeah, the many. I have a many uh, embarrassing moments. So one that stands out to me is just uh, there was a girl in college I had the biggest crush on, and <laughs> I, I convinced her to go on a date with me. Went on this date, and it was actually going really well. And afterwards, I was like, uh, 
I was still a freshman at the time. And so we went back to my dorm to watch a movie and we were laying like, uh, we had like a futon uh, in the middle of the room. I'm kind of laying down watching a movie. And I think like we either had fallen asleep or something and she rolled or no, you know what it was. We were watching the movie and she like rolled over and the futon was out of balance. Like it like <laughs> rolled over to one side, the thing like flipped. Oh, so no. flips over but when she flips over she like reaches to grab something and she sticks her hand on the humidifier and it just like like literally third degree burns her hand oh. and had to take her to the hospital oh my, my first date with the girl it was an awful she I had, yeah it was an awful experience oh super God. embarrassing super oh sad God. for her and me but yes um that's oh what really stands out because I always was hoping that date would work out and it it happened it just did not go well Oh no. I mean, that's now it's a good, good. Yeah, now it's a good story to tell. <laughs> yeah, and she has the scars to prove it, unfortunately. Right. But She'll always are. remember that first date. <laughs> yeah, what a jerk. That's <laughs> right. Wow, yeah, you don't want to end up in the hospital after your first no. date. That's never good. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my goodness. So, we wanted to ask you about um, dating apps and like Obviously, that's the mm-hmm. big craze. Everyone's on a dating app. And we know with your current fiance, Jessica, you slid into her DMs. So we wanted to kind of hear from you, like if you have any tips on like how to properly slide into DMs and how it was so successful for you. Mm, it was <laughs> successful. <laughs> got, got a great one here. Um, yeah. I said the best, I don't know if I have a lot of advice. I said the best way to do it is you got to balance creepiness with forwardness so like <laughs> it, you know you, I didn't want with Jess to like have a just like a a back and forth friendly conversation like that's I I don't I don't really just want to waste my time so she needed to know that like hey I'm te- I'm messaging you because I saw your picture and I think you're beautiful now if I like mm-hmm. you as a human I don't know yet if you like me as a human we don't know that yet but at least let's start with saying physically I think you are attractive <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't say it like that that's a little too <laughs> Try, uh but so but you have to be forward um but also know that like if you were two single people um i would say like no like if if i would say if i was single and somebody messaged me that i found attractive i would not be thrown off like i would at least engage in that conversation because you got to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. um i have a friend that told me i just uh finished a book um that releases february 2nd called alone in plain sight and one of the chapters is about dating and singleness. And one of the pieces of advice that one of my friends gives me pretty much single is you got to put yourself out there. Like never stop trying because you're going to have funny stories. You're going to make a fool of yourself and probably have some ridiculously embarrassing moments, <laughs> but that's part of life and it makes life fun. So just like continue to put yourself out there. And I think that's maybe the best way to DM is stay humble. Don't think you're too cool, but at least to be a, a forward enough that they know you're into them. Wow, some that's great. some good advice. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever um get on to Raya by any chance? No, my buddy did. I, <laughs> okay. I feel like that was like a really it was like a yeah, that that could have ended really poorly. I don't feel like <laughs> yeah, I have a couple friends that have been on it and still probably use it to this day. It's just weird when like I get a text from my buddies being like, had a date last night with like so and so and it'd be like some big name celebrity. I'd be like, I'd be terrible at that. Like <laughs> I'd be so nervous and like, I geek out and like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. So no, yeah. never did. And I live in Denver. Like all, they all lived in LA or New York. Right. right. I, I still live in Denver. I wanted to stay in Denver. And so it wasn't 
the celebrity scene in Denver isn't exactly popping. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Oh, I got to get to Colorado. Denver's on the list. <laughs> please, please yeah, head over show to the up. West it's a great place. And yes. It's still definitely. a little bit of a hidden gym, so don't tell too many people, but it is a great place. Okay, <laughs> well, awesome. we'll keep your secret. <laughs> um, so we sort of want to move a little bit back in time to your season of The Bachelor or yeah. and Bachelorette. Are you still close with anyone um, from Caitlin's season or from your season? And if so, who? Yeah, definitely. I think that's one of the cool parts about the show is like now I like you've I've been far enough out of it where like the like you always see these guys come off of seasons or these girls come off of seasons. They're best friends right away. And at first you see that when you're like a fan of the show, and you're like, oh, that's so cool. It's so sweet. They're friendly. And they are. I'm sure they like each other enough. <laughs> um, but now that I'm in it, I know that that's just going to happen. Like, and you're all, you know, th- there's trends that happen every year that you see. I'm far enough away from it now that I know that my true friendships from the show are actually true friendships. It doesn't, you know, we don't get uh, a lot of more attention if we're hanging out together, like we used to, like there's, there's no like side benefits to us being friends. It's actually just, <laughs> right. being friend, friend. so I'm, I, I still stay really close with Jared. Um, Cause Ashley and I have that podcast together. And so we talk a lot. Um, Nick, uh vile nice have surprisingly like kept a great friendship like on the show not surprisingly he's a great dude i always liked him on the show i just didn't know him mm-hmm. and it, it took after the show for me to like act, for us to become friends so we talk a lot um tanner i mean i'm in a fantasy league with like tanner <laughs> harrison and these guys um <laughs> but awesome. then like even guys from other seasons like dean and wells uh just terrific friends um so yeah i do we we stay in touch with uh, ben zorn um, I just think I got to save the date to his wedding. I think um, <laughs> not. It was canceling my save the date to the wedding because of, Aww. you know, I had to get this, but yeah. um, we, we do stay in touch. That's, That's awesome. amazing. So have yeah. you been watching Caitlin on dancing with the stars? I have. She's really good. So she's good. awesome. So she's so right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I'm like rooting for her. I'm like, come on, Caitlin. <laughs> she's going to win. No, she's going to win. And we all knew it. Like, if you know Caitlin, she's a great dancer. I mean, she's like trained and she always dances. <laughs> so when she finally got her opportunity to go on the show, all of us were like, she's going to win this. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad she deserves it. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a shock. Like, I think that's the funniest part. Mm-hmm. It's like I with with Hannah, maybe I was a little more shocked that she was going to win it. Like, wow, that's mm-hmm. surprising. Caitlin's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we expected this for like, this was how it's always supposed to play out. Yeah. Right. right when like Chris asked her on the show, I was like, she's she's going to take that mirror ball home. Like she yeah. is such a hard worker. I feel like I I feel like I know Jason because he's like from Buffalo and I'm from the Buffalo area. Oh. So I'm always been like rooting for, for them <laughs> uh, together. And yeah, I'm just I'm so excited for her. No, I'm too. This She's wanted this for a long time. Um, yeah, she really has. This is like her dream. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we wanted to ask you about this season, which has been like so unconventional and so crazy. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on Claire and Dale and now Tasha? Well, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if any of us know Claire and Dale well. Mm-hmm. Sorry to like celebrate <laughs> a couple like fully if you don't know them fully. And we only got a few weeks of them. I'm happy for, for them. I know Claire and I know she really wanted to find a partner. 
So the fact that she left this show so quickly with somebody means that she thinks she found it now is the big moment of truth. Like, is this the real deal? Uh, Because like the difference with a lot of bachelor couples is they'll get off the show and they're like, okay, we can start to invest into our relationship. I like you. I'm interested in you. I think we can make this work, but there's still a lot of unknowns. Mm -hmm. And so let's date for two years, which I think is great. See if this is actually what we think it is. And if it is, we'll run with it. If not, then we need to separate. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking with Claire, they don't like, I don't think she wants to wait for two years. Like, I don't I think don't, so either. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think she's like wanting to be patient and figure this out. So like Dale, mm-hmm. he's either gonna have to step up and, and commit to what he put his words behind or I don't know. I don't know how that plays <laughs> out. It's not going to be good, but we're getting the boo. My, yeah. There's a lot of like unknowns there that, uh, I'm interested in seeing how it plays out with Tasha. She's great. I've been around Tasha a ton with iHeartFest, and mm-hmm. she's just an incredible person. She's going to be, I don't know how it finishes for her right now. There's not exactly anybody that I'm like super like, oh yeah, this is the guy for her. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt that yet, but I, I know she's a great girl for them. Um, so kind of waiting for that guy to kind of rise up through the ashes and like steal her heart and I don't haven't seen it yet <laughs> yeah we're kind of waiting too but do you have like any favorites yet or like do you kind of see a couple guys that you're like yeah this might be a top four situation you know no I don't have a lot of favorites <laughs> I don't like there's no there I don't quite honestly um I mean I think after this week, and I, and I have a feeling it doesn't continue to go as well as what it did this week, but I, I thought Noah did a great job at mm-hmm. being himself, of being like down to earth, of making the, the situation more fun and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that, like that was a big move for him, and I thought it was a good move, but it's, but I don't know if it continues. Like I feel like yeah. there's something there that like might get sparked up. Other than that, like nobody is standing out to me interesting that's funny I wasn't expecting that I feel like Ben or Brendan I feel like she's got good connections with them really well I mean Brendan seemed yeah Ben I mean Ben Ben had a good start I think he Uh I think he I think we saw what Tasha's true feelings for Ben were in that moment every once in a while you get a little bit of glimpse into what like Tasha's feeling and yeah. when he was like, hey, can we talk more? And she's like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you do that with somebody you really like. Yeah, that's true. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> um, obviously, you have more of like a behind the scenes, behind the scenes glimpse because you've been on the show a few times. So do you think that maybe that portion of Ben and Tasha, that little moment was like produced or like had anything to do with editing or just like she genuinely was like, no, I think you just messed up your time with me. Well, you know, the best way to look at editing after being behind the scenes is like moments aren't, I've never seen a moment that I've been a part of inaccurately portrayed. Now they might cut it up. They might take out words, whatever. But like, if somebody is coming off like a jerk, typically it's because they're a jerk. Now they can't show all the jerkish things they say, but like if you have this like feeling like this person's a little arrogant it's because they're probably pretty arrogant and the show is just making sure that you see how arrogant they are um if ben is sitting back not doing anything relaxing and thinking that he is gonna like save the day with getting taste at the end and he doesn't do that <laughs> they're gonna show that and then show Tasha's feelings towards that so mm-hmm. can't blame it on editing 
I just think it's like a really unfortunate moment where we saw that Tasha maybe is not in the bin as much as we think she is. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how their relationship develops this week. We'll see what plays out in the next couple weeks. I feel like it's going to go quick because like math season starts in like what, mid-January or early January. Yeah. So it's going to go quick. We have five more weeks, I think, of Tasha probably. So yeah, every episode is going to matter. Yeah, for sure. To the very end. Excited. Excited to see how it plays out. Yeah, have you met Matt James yet, or like? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he's a good dude. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think so he's cool. gonna be great. I think uh, he'll do a fi- a great job at being yeah. a bachelor. I think we'll have a lot of fun with it. And I think the America will really like find him endearing. He seems yeah. like a good guy. So yeah, we're, we're we excited we loved him. the quarantine crew over uh, quarantine. We were always watching their TikToks. Oh, awesome! Yeah, no, he's a good dude. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we reached out to our small little crowd of listeners and they had some burning questions for you. So the first question that someone asked was, did the producers, you sort of touched on this, but did they make you say anything that you didn't approve of or put you in a situation that you didn't want to be in? I think it's always funny. um, And some people might have different philosophies on this. Uh, there was never, ever, ever even close to once where the producers would make me do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They might recommend something. They might uh, propose something. But it was always very obvious to me that I had the ability to say, no, that's not really what I feel comfortable with. I'm going to consider doing it in a different way. Or just like you would mm-hmm. with your friends, right? You sit down with your friends like, hey, I've got this girl that I really like and I don't know how to tell her that. And I don't know if I should. You talk to your buddies about it. They give you a bunch of advice. Some might be good advice. Some might be bad. But at the end, you're ultimately going to do what you want to do. And you tell them, hey, I'm going to go and try it this way. Same feeling with the producers. So it's always a little bit, uh, I, I just think it's wrong of people to blame the producers for everything because you have a choice in everything you do and every matter you have. So no, I mean, I don't, I never felt pushed in any direction. Well, yeah. that's good to hear. That's good. To hear. <laughs> yeah, definitely good to hear. Because, you know, us watching it, we're always speculating, like, ooh, did the producer <laughs> say yeah. that or do that? Yeah. Um, so what was, like, quote, normal dating for you, <laughs> like, after The Bachelor and sort of, like, when your relationship had ended and everything? You know, it was two years after the show, really, 18 months that we were still together. And so for a long time, it was not dating at all. It was, yeah. I was committed. Then that ended and it took me a bit um oh you know I don't know the exact timeline but it took me a bit and then I dated again a little bit and none of it was really working my and then I met Jess so like there wasn't there really I mean I had maybe at most four dates five dates between Lauren and like you know my relationship with Jess so like there wasn't a lot of dating and like some of those dates were like stupid like first dates that never went anywhere um yeah. So like, I don't even know. I don't even know how that was. Like, I, I didn't even talk to anybody. I was like, really, I was living in Denver with my buddies, um, working um, on a couple of the companies a lot, like, like mm-hmm. trying to get these off the ground. And mm-hmm. because I was single, I could put in the effort. And that was it. Like, I didn't, I didn't yeah. get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's kind of probably because you were in Denver, too. And like, maybe not in the Los Angeles scene where things are a little bit different, I feel like. That was an intentional decision. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I knew that I wanted to make sure to not fall into the thinking I'm too cool for myself trap. And mm-hmm. I know I could easily do that. 
I know LA really helps people do that. New York sometimes kind of helps people do that. Yeah. And Denver just doesn't. Like they could care less who you are, what you've done. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. That. It's almost embarrassing uh, to be like on TV. Like they just, they, <laughs> everybody cares about like, I think, I feels like people ask questions about like what's important to you and not exactly what you've done for, for your living. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was important that I stayed in Denver. It was an in, intentional choice. Um, and so we wanted to ask you about how you've been staying busy during quarantine. So I know you've mentioned some of the stuff you've been up to, but how did you stay busy? Kind of, you know, how did you spend your time? Yeah. You know, I quarantined with Jess, which is great because we do long distance. Um, you know, I finished my my book during quarantine. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that was a big deal. Uh, I do still operate generous, uh, international best known as generous coffee company. And so, we have a couple of coffee shops that obviously with the shutdown, we had to make a lot of changes and, and retail sales were a lot better because of people staying at home, which was good, but that's my full-time gig and we still the podcast. And, uh, I did start another company called my fan threads that if you get on and you're a fan of the bachelor, like Becca and Jared and Ashley and, um, a few other podcasts have like apparel on it and we print their apparel and make their apparel for them. So cool. yeah, just tried to start stuff, stay in on stuff. Life didn't, other than being home, it didn't look a lot different. I also worked out a lot more. I made <laughs> sure that every day I use this app called like the Obey app and it's great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just cool. did my workouts. And like you said that you and Jess are long distance. So how did you like get creative to have date nights when maybe you couldn't be in person or travel? Uh, we FaceTime a lot. Um, we would do, um, we really didn't do date nights through FaceTime. Mm. She's been in school. So one thing that Jess has done is she took quarantine and always had a desire because she talks about skincare so much that, um, she's like, you know, it just feels right right now. Like I'm promoting it. Like I'm not, I don't even actually know what I'm talking about. So she went to school to become an esthetician. So she's in school right, right now. And so so cool. A lot of evenings, she's exhausted. She's in school from like eight right now to like eight. It's like 12, I think it's 12 hour days. So she comes home. She doesn't want to like, she just wants to like catch up. I want to catch up. Um, That was good enough for us. And and then she has a couple more weeks left and she's going to have her license and move to Denver. Oh, that's exciting. That's so exciting. (laughs) That's awesome. And you had to postpone the wedding because yep. of covid oh i'm sorry that's not uh, fun at all everybody else did too i know, you know yeah sucks but it's not thing. it's not that uh we're gonna make it work it's gonna be great and it's it's frustrating yeah. but like everybody has a little bit of frustration right now with all these changes so mm-hmm. we're definitely not alone in this and it's not ideal but it, it will work yeah, yeah, no, sure. I was just going to ask you if you, if you guys like have a plan for when it's going to be like, are you in the mm-hmm. process of replanning it? Yeah. So end of this next, well, like a year from like this month, we're going to have a date. Um, so we like, if we don't get married by the time next year is over, we're going to elope. Like if this COVID okay. season, like good around, but like 2021, we will be getting married. It'll probably be into the end of the year. Nice. Um, super pumped for it um could do it tomorrow but we we do want to try to have a wedding like it's like we want to try to have one Mm -hmm. I know that's always difficult it's like do we just do it now or do we wait Mm -hmm. (laughs) hopefully all this 
craziness will be over. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to yeah. be fighting it anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. We, I mean, we hope so too. I mean, we're having to do school from home and like yeah. we're all online at this point. So I think we're ready to just like get back on campus and yeah. we get the feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miss campus, miss walking to class. I'm like, this is my classroom right now, my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. over it. <laughs> yeah. So um, quarantine also put a halt to Bachelor Live on stage, which you were doing with Becca Kufrin. Is that going to be resumed anytime soon? I have no clue. I really don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, Broadway hasn't started rebooking yet. And so I'd imagine that like, it will be 2022, probably by the time Bachelor Live on stage comes back because Broadway has to book once Broadway books and other places can start booking. And that's a process in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I'll even be a part of it anymore. Um, it was a blast while it lasted. We were working really hard on it um and we're having a terrific time with it like it was a really fun experience and we're meeting tons of people and then it just ended um so I don't know I really don't well hopefully hopefully it's back soon but I agree yeah everything's kind of I wish I had more answers I don't know I'm not hearing anything (laughs) that's okay (laughs) I don't know if they even know yeah yeah that's kind of how it is we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we wanted to give you a chance um, before you go, because we know we want to respect your yeah. time. If there's anything that you want to plug or anything you want to share that you're working on, I know your book's coming out soon. Um, but yeah, kind of just give you a chance to talk about what you've been up to. Yeah, well, you two are going to do great at this. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, it's going to be great. And I, and I wish you nothing but a lot of success and listeners and a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank um, you. And a ton of ears um, tuning in. So, yeah, thanks for having me. You know, uh, the book is a big deal for me right now. It comes out February 2nd, but it's on pre-order now at benhigginsbook.com. Uh, it's the whole concept of the book is that... Uh, um, I have a theory that a lot of people are feeling pretty isolated and alone right now. And the book touches uh, how we can reconnect with ourselves, with others, romantically and with God. And um, it's been a long process. It's an exciting process, but I'm, I am nervous about it. Um, so if you, people want to go out and support that and check out the book, that would be awesome. Um, you can also go to generouscoffee.com and buy some coffee. The holidays are obviously coming up and, uh, you're gonna have people over at your house. And so you should drink some good coffee that uh, we donate hundred percent of our profits to nonprofits and social causes around the world fighting human injustice. Um, amazing. Yeah, so that's really cool. And then after that, just have a great holiday. That's my last request is just enjoy the holidays. <laughs> if it's with family, if it's family's virtual, just like really enjoy it. Uh, you know, this year's flown by and, it, mm-hmm. and we've missed out on a lot, but just enjoy the time that we do have some normalcy where we can see family somehow, some way again. Yeah, I agree with that. So where can people find you to follow you on Instagram and Twitter? What's your handles? Yeah. So you can go to, uh, it's bit or Higgins.bin on Instagram and, uh, <laughs> Ben Higgy on Twitter. Um, Love that. <laughs> Um, and then you can go to uh, uh, generouscoffee.com uh, and obviously, like I said, benhigginsbook.com. Those are like the best ways to follow me right now. Amazing. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> Lots of different avenues. Well, we appreciate your time so, so much. Thank you so much for coming on. It was really great to meet you. 
Hey, nice yes. to meet you too. Uh, thank, you so thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. Bye. All right. Bye. All right, guys. So that's our show. Yes, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, we hope you loved listening to Ben's interview as much as we loved doing it with him. And make sure to go pre-order his book, follow him on all of his socials. Um, yeah, hit him up. He is an awesome guy. Yes. All right, guys, that is our show. We will be with you weekly to recap Tasha's season of The Bachelorette and update you on all things Bachelor Nation. Yes, and we will talk to you Bachelor bitches next week on The Bachelor Degree. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you.